with this week in TCG's number 15. Anybody know what card this comes from? Do you? I don't think you do. But alas, number 15, this is going to be a supersized episode, so be forewarned. But, like to hear it? Here it goes. Alright, starting off, jumping it off, we got One Piece, super pre-release weekend, OP3, comes this weekend, June 23rd through the 29th, weekend going into the week, you know, but um, this one is for the Pillars of Strength, it uh, comes test out the new battle early, and you can win a prize exclusively made for the pre-release. Why they're showing the old box, I don't know. But players who purchase one booster box during the pre-release period will receive one additional pre-release pack. Sweetening the pot. So, uh, they'll have constructed games, I guess for the old, well, I guess maybe you buy the stuff and you make a constructed deck. And then you got the sealed product too, I mean, then you got the sealed games too. And, uh, check right here for your local LCG. And then the prize list, participation, you get a, um... ST1009, I'm sure store prize number nine, uh, Nephilatari VV, uh, two drop, 4K with uh, vanilla with uh, counter one, two, four, vanilla, kind of sucks, but uh, counter one on it, and then uh, Pillars of Strength pre release pack, two cards per pack, and uh, 70, 70 types in total, and gold stamps cards coming and uncomings and the winner of the pre-release gets a gold stamp pre-release winner Nefertilari alright do we have alright so some of the best cards in OP3 Pillars of Strength are me I'm just really concerned with the leaders right now but uh so Pillars of the Strength brings about the color yellow so whole new color I guess that makes the fifth color in the game and then we got some leaders. We got the yellow leader. Uh, this guy has, what's his name? Uh, Charlotte family, second son of the Charlotte family. He uh, he brings about life card rearranging, which sounds weird. But uh, with his multi multi fruit, he was able to, well, I mean, this guy rearranges life cards in a crazy way. This leader's card effects aren't anything special since it, it since all it lets you do is partake in life card rearranging shenanigans with it, but at least you get 1,000 damage buff from that interaction. Okay, so when you rearrange life cards, your life cards, I'm sure, not the opponents, you get a 1,000 life buff. So, Strange Leader with 5 life, mono yellow. Then we have number 5. We got Portgus D Ace. And then what this guy does is buffs... You get a buff for every event or stage card that you trash, so sounds pretty cool. Then we got number four, which sounds really interesting, a Nami. She looks to be a green Nami, and uh, she wins when she mills herself, so it looks like she has a scry ability too, so five life mono green Nami. I might want to pick that one up and then uh, match that with some of that uh, Captain Kid stuff. All right, but anyway... Moving along, we got we got Marvel Snap has a new mode, Conquest mode. 
Conquest is a new competitive game mode for Marvel Snap utilizing its battle mode feature where players enter a series of runs, each with increasing difficulty. Your objective is to win against other players and advance through the tiers, proving grounds, silver, gold, and infinity. With each victory, you'll earn medals and secure your spot in the next conquest. Each match in, each match in conquest is determined over multiple um, individual game modes, games of Marvel Snap, just like the unranked battle mode. Each player starts with 10 health, and each player loses health equal to the value of the cube. Players lock in a deck and use the same deck throughout the games within the same battle. No ties, winners or losers only. Uh, so there's one win, two wins, three wins, five wins each season. Each conquest here presents a unique challenge that will put your skills to the test as you climb in the ranks. The difficulty increases, but so do the rewards. There are four difficulty levels, and once you reach the maximum wins, you earn tickets for the next level up. Each league consists of gold or a ticket to enter, except for the proving grounds, which can be entered for free. Here's a full breakdown of each tier. Conquest rewards. Uh, okay, so you get medals and tickets. Uh, there's a tier, entry fee, on entry, one win, two wins, three wins, four wins, five wins, proving grounds, free entry, on entry, one win, you get uh, 15 medals, rank. Uh, silver has an entry fee of a black ticket, and or 80 gold, and then on entry, you get 20 medals, 40 medals on one win, 60 medals and a gold ticket on two wins, and gold... 200 gold entry or a gold ticket and on entry you get 40 medals one win 80 medals 102 wins 153 wins and a, a platinum ticket in a infinity mode you get a the entry fee is a platinum ticket or 500 gold on it on entry you get uh, 100 medals one win 150 two wins 175 Three, two hundred, four, two fifty, and uh, five wins, five hundred medals, and looks like you might get a new card or something, something like that. Proving grounds, and it goes on and on, yada yada yada. And uh, conquest shop, the metal shop is your one stop, one stop destination for turning medals into rewards, offering new items each week. The shop provides a selection of rewards. Most items can only be purchased once. Rack up enough purchases and you'll unlock a bonus reward for the season. And with each new season comes a fresh new metal shop. And yeah, and you can actually see the images if you're watching the podcast on, um, I know Spotify does it. Or you can watch it on YouTube, but if not, you know, just enjoy the audio. Alright, and then Pokemon 151, set to release in English in September. Features the original 151 Pokemon. This was announced a couple weeks ago, but we can reveal the uh, we can reveal this year's special holiday set, which will release on Friday, uh, September 22nd. We previously speculated it would release in late September. The first wave of products will include an an elite trainer box, poster box, binder collection, booster bundle, and Pokeball tins. No product descriptions are are available yet. Yeah, so uh, Pokemon 151 will feature the return of Kadabra after after it was infamously embroiled in legal trouble for 20 years with that magician guy who claimed to have made Kadabra or made the Kadabra hand sign or something like that. Or bending spoons, I think, was the thing that he uh, 
tried to lay claim to. I think he won too. But uh, that ended in 2022. Okay, didn't know that. Presumably, Kadabra's return sparked the creation of this set. And as this is the first time since Gen 2 that all the, the original Pokemon can appear together in card form, this set will feature Kanto's 151 Pokemon in Pokedex order. Sounds like a winner, 20 years in the making. Our English set won't be officially announced for a while, especially since the Japanese set is still being revealed. The Japanese set releases on June 16th. We should see all the cards from its main set revealed tonight, so stay tuned. So yeah, I mean, hit the YouTubes up, they'll be going over it all. Zapdos CX, all the good classic Pokemon we know and love. And uh, some religious people hate. But uh, yeah, uh, Grand Archive had its first banned and restricted list June 19th. Um, and affected uh, and effective June 19th, 2023. And then the next BNR announcement will happen on August 25th. We're looking at these are the cars that are banned in standard. The Gate of Otter City. Otterity. Yeah, Otterity. In Prismatic Spirit and Imperious Highlander. And here are the explanations for the reasons why. Gate of Alterity and Prismatic Spirit. Fractured Crown will be will be launching with the sealed event kit, which introduces these two powerful cards to create a unique and cohesive format experience. These cards were specifically these cards were specifically designed for a sealed format and will not be legal for use in our standard set. Okay, so Alright, so cards that aren't out yet, I guess. And then Imperious Highlander. And the next set, Fracture Crown, I think, is gonna be the um like kind of a mini set, kind of like an expansion set, not like a full set I hear. And uh Imperious Highlander, this card will be released in Fracture Crown. However, this card will be receiving a promotional alternative art version, which will be released before the official release date of Fracture Crown. So we're banning the usage of the cards competitive events until August 25th okay so and then we got some stuff on the watch list category 3 this will contain all cards that are banned and restricted then category 2 this category contains cards that we considered very problematic and heavily watched for potential future legality changes and category shifts currently there are two cards in this category the sword of avarice and reckless conversion Sword of Avarice, when paired with Spirit Blade Ascension, has proven to be a very efficient strategy, allowing Lorraine players to draw a lot of cards in a single turn. With the card recursion that Crux has access to due to Crux Sight, the potential for card momentum is very high. Card momentum is a term that we like to use to describe drawing too many, uns too many usable cards within a single turn. Alright, so that sounds horrible. And relate. And Reckless Conversion was a card meant to end the game if a ride player has a lot of cards in their memory. However, it isn't a conclusive enough of a win condition where players can just concede to it. So yeah, then Category 1. This category consists of cards that we don't consider problematic in the current environment, but are unhealthy for future balance in game design space. This category currently has four cards. Creative Shock, Tactful Sergeant, Varric Smoldering Spire and Freezing Hell. And uh, while I'm at it though, um, your boy uh, Joey Dixon Drafts, he said that they're bringing back Argent Saga. I know they're bringing Warlord, I uh, covered that. And then they're also talking of bringing back uh, Argent Saga and yeah, um, Seventh, seventh Fallen 
some game that really didn't like really make much noise. But uh, that game looks very cool, though. But yeah, uh, be on the lookout for more Arjun Saga and Seventh Falling coming soon, too. All right, moving along, we got Introducing Hearthstone's new mode, the Twist Mode. Announced just three days ago, starting in patch 26.6. Coming later this month, Hearthstone will be replacing the Classic Mode with a new mode called Twist. Classic Hearthstone with the Twist. Twist is a Hearthstone ladder mode with regularly rotating seasons, each with a twist on the rules. Twist formats can include curated card pools and special rule sets. These formats are sure to bring back some of your favorites, but in a new setting, in a new meta to crack. We already have some fun and nostalgic Twist formats planned for the rest of the year, but we also want to hear from you about Twist formats you'd like to see, or if you end up loving one so much that you want to see us bring it back. So yeah, so Twist is Twist timing with patch 26.6. Twist will launch in its beta. You'll start your twist climb from the beginning at Bronze 10, and that first season will be a short season lasting until July 1st. You'll also be able to earn ranked rewards from the twist ladder. So just to sum it up, though, twist is... Uh, I mean, it's got a ladder, regular rotating seasons, twist on the rules, involves wild cards, which people will be mad at because they usually disenchanted those cards that rotated out. But I'm sure that they'll give you some kind of little cheat on getting your wild cards and stuff back. But uh, each month, new rules. It's in eternal format. And maybe no neutrals, maybe one month and stuff like that. And uh, June 22nd through the 23rd, like right now, there's uh, preview games going up on Twitch. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, yeah, and surely they'll be offering free packs. I think they're going to be offering free wild packs or free wild packs, free packs. Twist preview season, June 22nd, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Thursday. That was yesterday, but I think today too. All right, that's that. And we got uh, Lord Kana. Uh, they've got some new cards revealed. I'm sure that I'm going to pretty soon make a whole video on this. But let's check out a few of those cards, though. Donald Duck, two drop, can be inked into the uh, land row. A two, and then it three health. It uh, two attack, two attack, three health, and then it uh, quest for one lore. Okay, let's check out something that looks new to me that I don't recall seeing. We got Pasco, 1-1, one, one, and uh, Camouflage Power, 1-drop, can be inked. And uh, while you have another character in play, the char this character gains evasive. Only characters with evasive can challenge them. And then one more card. We'll keep it moving. We got Hercules, 3-drop, can be inked, 3-3. Three, three. Bodyguard, this character may interplay exerted. Tapped and opposing character who challenges one of your characters must choose the one with bodyguard if able. So taunt and key voice. And like I say, I'll be going over these pretty soon. Alright. All of them. And uh alright, so we got how many Lord of the Rings Rings of Power are worth money? And how many are there? Alright, so there is kind of foolishly all right so um how much are the rings of power worth the serialized cards star city games has their current market prices for the foil serialized rings going for around 2500 bucks for the elven one 
and 1800 bucks for the dwarven one 1500 bucks for the human one their non-foil counterparts are currently listed at about 800 elven 500 dwarven and 400 human so so like if you buy a 50 dollar collector pack you get a chance a small chance to win one of those lottery cards but but people are theorizing that the prices are gonna drop drastically but you know of course naturally over time they'll go back up just like the uh almond kit uh, a lot of cards, I'm sure. Was that Amakit? I think it was Amakit. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, um, people are bidding like 2 million on the one of one, the one ring. Strictly out of the collector sets. But, um, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that in the future. And some old, old MTG news before I really started doing this podcast. But um, apparently Final Fantasy and Assassin's Creed are coming to Universes Beyond in 2024. So, surely I will definitely pick up one of those Final Fantasies at least. That's your player. And uh, MTG also has a new ambassador program. Let's listen to the cool channel Aristocards talk about it. Cool magic sound. Stop scrolling right now to find out the answer to these three questions. What is an MTG ambassador? Why should you care? And what the heck is in this box? I was recently approached to be a part of the brand new MTG ambassador program sponsored by Wizards of the Coast themselves. So that means I'm going to get things like early access to cards in MTG Arena, and I'm going to be sent product in the mail, which we're talking about. What that means for you is by simply subscribing and watching my content, you're going to get some early looks at that product, both paper and digitally. So whenever you see the MTG ambassador tag in my videos, it means that it is sponsored content by Wizards of the Coast. And also make sure you go check out some of the other ambassadors' great content. So now we get to what I'm really excited about, which is opening this box. So this was sent to me by Wizards of the Coast. It's supposed to be my first ambassador swag kit. I think I know what some of the stuff in here is, but I'm not sure what all of it is, so we're going to find out together right now. Uh, here we go. Hello to Magic the Gathering Ambassadors. Well, that's really cool. Let's see if we can get that in focus there. It says, hello, Magic the Gathering Ambassadors. Wizards of the Coast is thrilled to be collaborating with you this year as we continue to launch some of the most exciting releases to date. Your passion for all things Magic the Gathering inspires us, and we cannot wait to see what you create. Let the magic begin. It's like, first we've got a, uh, oh, a dice bag. Hey, that's awesome. Wait a minute. Hang on. There's something here. Something here. Hold on. That's all right. Let's see what we got in here. Looks like a loot um, crate. Loot box. Just a magic insignia. Magic logo insignia. Next, we've got the, I just can't believe this. Look at this. Magic the Gathering Ambassador 2023. Like, ambassador pin, bunch of pins. Oh, okay. So these are, uh, these are keyboard caps. Magic keyboard like, caps. Key- Let's see what's, what shirt we've got here. It looks like. And Erdragon shirt. Dragon? Oh, wow. Probably want to see it, right? Not the classic Erdragon. Freaking wow. Well, I mean, maybe it is, actually. During limited edition of Black Lotus Infinity. Man, I love pin. Black here. Lotus pin. Ooh. Ooh. That, I would like that, that to go on the wall. I'm not going to lie. With, uh, with a lanyard on it. And a lanyard. Anyway, right, and the bottom of the bag. Gosh, like, I. I really, but you know, maybe I can put some like, Got like spin down life counters in there. It's like, I just, I, I watch it and let's be on content for the foreseeable future. So big thanks to Wizards of the Coast and for my liaisons that are facilitating this whole ambassador program. And again, most of all, you watching right now. Couldn't do this without you. Thanks a ton. Alrighty. All right. And then the counter argument, uh, your boy, where's your boy? God dang it. I didn't lost your boy. Um, but we like it the magic. What's my guy's name? Yeah, where's my guy's name at? Um, yeah, we're not going to worry about it right now. And let me see. Man, let's try to pull this up right quick. Your boy, we like it a magic. Strictly better MTG. Yeah, let's pull him up. Strictly better MTG. Way too much stuff open on the computer right now. All right, strictly better MTG videos. 
Ya. What up, Wizards? It's Deb, SBMCG. We like it, man. We like it, amazing. Even on days like this, where I have to do videos, I'm a little, like, scared to make. I really think that's the correct word. I'm being 100% honest with you, because in these litigious times, you just don't know how Wizards is going to respond <laughs> to certain pieces of content. I might get a notice in the mail, or I might get a knock on the door. Who knows? So... It's a, it makes me nervous, but that said, Talking I still want to this video for a number of reasons. Because Wizards has just recently announced their ambassador program hey, for content creators. And believe it or not, I was invited to that thing. I even got a couple of emails in. But in the end, decided it wasn't for me, and I turned it down. So that begs the question, why did I do that? But I guess the first thing before we really get into it is, what's an ambassador? What even is that, Deb? Well, Wizards just uploaded an article like yesterday about the ambassador program. It's a reasonably short article. It's only three or four paragraphs. I'll leave a link to that in the description for you so that you have all the information here and can form your own opinions. That's very important to me because I'm going to give you sort of my opinion on the entire thing um, as legally sound as I possibly can. <laughs> so pretty much to sum it up, uh, he turned it down because they want to they send you the little free swag you might get a little preview card might get some pins and a jacket but they're going to want to do zoom meetings with you to see how your content is performing and he's saying like content creators who take the time to edit and everything they spend hours making the content hours editing consuming a gang of time and then why would you even want to go through those zoom meetings for them to uh kind of pester you and then, and then be trying to treat you funny and everything if you don't go by their bidding. But check them out on YouTube, Strictly Better MTG. He can tell you better than I can. But moving along. Oh, we skipped to the next video is what happened. All right, then we got the MTG Spring Super Drop. This got a mere two days and 12 hours left on... Left online, so uh, yeah, you can get the uh, the random foils, foils and non foils bundle for four twenty three. Uh, then you can get those non foils just won't let up one twenty eight spring drop. All right, so cool ocean breeze thirty bucks. Okay, we got the law one cephalid empress. Four drop two three. We got the Master of Waves, Merfolk Wizard, Thassa Deep Dwelling, uh, Legendary Enchantment Creature Guide. Four drop six five. Thassa's Oracle, the classic two drop one three. What does Thassa's Oracle do? Merfolk Wizard. When Thassa's Oracle enters the battlefield, look at the top X cards of your library where X is your devotion to blue. Put up one. Put up to one of them on top of your library and the rest on the bottom of your library in, in random order. If X is greater than or equal to the number of cards in your library, you win the game. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay, so one of those WinCon cards. You just probably want to do mono blue or splash something else. Yeah, so scrying and all kind of milling and crazy stuff. Alright, that's a fool. Alright, then we got Nature is Adorable. 30 bucks, non-foil. You know, what's in here? We got Georgiaga Tree Speaker. Love those level up cards. Elf Druid, one drop green. Uh, spin two, one, one. Spin, uh, add four levels, one through two. Okay, to level up, it costs two. And uh, tap it, add two green. For levels one through four, it's a one, two. For level five plus, it's a one, four. And elves you control have tap, add two. Uh, forest, uh, uh, nature's will, four drop, 
Unelven Tracker and Yava Nature's Herald liking that anime art. Is that Toriyama or something? No, by Aya Kakeda. Sweet art. I might even think about getting some of that, but yeah, that's cool. Alright, then we got artist series Rebecca Gway. Sometimes it's cool to just buy these and throw them in the closet. And don't make investments of soul starting. But uh yeah, you know, just for the flipping. Uh Mui Gui. Yeah, and her last name is Gui. Alright. And uh we got Cleansing Nova, five drop. Choose one, destroy all creatures, destroy all artifacts and enchantments. Sarah the Benevolent, Planeswalker, Stoneforge Mystic, that's a big deal. Muddle the Mixture, uh, two drop blue, counter target instant or sorcery spell, transmute. Don't know exactly, I think it's turning it into another card or something or something. Uh, Stoneforge Mystic, one in one white. When Stoneforge Mystic enters the battlefield, you may search your library for an equipment card, reveal it, put it into your hand, and shuffle. For two, tap, you may put in. And equipment card from your hand onto the battlefield. I think I have that card in my uh, one of my um Oathbreaker decks. All right, uh, we got Randy Vargas, thirty dollars. We got a Teferi there. We got Grand Abolisher, two white, uh, two two selfless savior, one drop, one one, and a Chroma Angel Fury. A nice action in his art, and Omazawa's Zite. I hear that's pretty important. Alright, and Alanya Danner, Sunblast Angel, Linvala, Keeper of Silence, Anna Mary of the Sky Ruin, and Seraph Sanctuary, Two Lands. Showcase March of the Machine, Volume 3, you see it. Showcase March of the Machine, Volume 2, you see that. March of the Machine, Volume 1, and you see that. Will and Deal, Questing Beast, Olivia Voldaren, and Walking Ballista. I think those are all pretty important cards. Alright, moving on to the Indies. What kind of time are we making? Yeah, 26 minutes. Alright, we got uh, Flawed, the trading card game. I did a video, pretty much an unboxing of this. I should have already come out with my gameplay, but... Hoping to get that done pretty soon. 27 days to go on the Kickstarter. They're about more than three quarters of the way to their $36,000 goal. 65 backers. Maybe if I rush my gameplay out, I can make the Kickstarter. Um, try for free. Free play and play. The cool, the cool thing about this game is they have... Uh, Clear overlay cards, which actually upgrade the cards. Check my video out, of course. But, uh, let's see where that video is at. Alright, not really seeing a video right now. But, um, in Flawed TCG, every card in your hand can be played as its base version or as a resource. The choice is yours. So, classic Duel Masters. We got, uh, Six colors, fire, light, air, water, earth, and dark. Deck building card construction cost is on the bottom right. Locked cards is base cards or, or essences may have symbols noting restrictions in deck construction. Cards with a lock symbol can only be paired with that thing. And then play sets and deck size, three copies of a card in your deck. And then uh, 50 base cards with essence overlays. 
Yeah, so live right now looks like they're gonna definitely fund. Check them out. We got some stretch goals. Comic book at uh, 100k. Um, improved randomization at 150. Um, almost there at the card sleeves. All six starter kits unlocked. Okay, here go these videos. Of course, your boy Kodo talking about it. We got the rules, but this rules video is quite long, so check them out, though. And, uh, of course, check out my video. And moving along, we got Knights and Summons. Let's check this out. This is an exciting strategic card game. Knights and Summons is an exciting strategic card game where you attack your opponents directly or destroy their allies to earn points. Each player starts with a 30-card deck known as Portal. Each player also gets a board consisting of four playable zones, one portal zone, and one discard pile. The game contains three different types of cards. Knights, who are known as allies. Summons, who are also known as allies. Equip cards, which can be equipped to the allies. Players decide who goes first and then draw five cards each. Player one may play as many cards from their hand during their turn as they please. These can be either face up or face down. Face up or face down equipped cards can be attached to a face up or face down ally card respectively. However, a knight or summon card may not be placed face down while the equipped cards are face up. The number of cards that can be equipped depends upon the EA of the ally cards. Player one cannot attack during the first turn. I just deplore one times video. And they didn't include a YouTube video. But yeah, um, I've seen games like this before, I believe. This one looks cool. I think I might just have to suffer through it to see what they're talking about before we get up out of here. But uh, excellent art on here, though, for sure. Once player one passes their turn, player two can perform the same actions as player one. In addition, player two can start attacking if they choose to. When attacking, the player can attack with as many cards as they'd like. However, each card can only attack once per turn. When player two attacks a face down card, their opponent flips over that card. If the attacking player's attack is higher than the opponent's card, the opponent's card is destroyed. But if the opponent has face down cards equipped to that card, they can flip those cards over. If the sum of the attack points of the attacked card and its equipped cards exceeds the attack points of the attacker's card, then the attacker's card is destroyed. However, if player two has any equipped cards attached to their attacking card, they may flip them over to counter the opponent's cards. The card with the lowest attack during the combat gets destroyed. If the combating... No, but I do like the uh, the flips on the twist stuff. I like that, so this looks cool. But this is blown away their $10,000 goal to, to, to be at 150k. So 15 days to go. And you can grab that for 40 bucks. You can get a summoner bundle. Two... Two origin portal pack man uh note to all note to all kickstarter page makers show exactly what you're giving like i mean if this is enough for two players to play just say this is enough for two players to play a full game right there because i don't know what this means origins portal pack what does that mean contains one one of three random 30 card portals but what is a portal is that enough for each portal pack has a one in three chance of pulling the taste full card but is that enough to play the game though i don't want to look here and there on the page i want to just see 
Okay, 40 bucks, that's your introductory product. Is that enough for me and somebody else to play the game? That's what I want to know. But I do not know. Okay, um, Origins Booster Box. Okay, Origins, that's the name of the set, which a lot of TCGs go with that name. But hey, um, Portal Pack, Gold Stamp Signature, Silver Sprite Promo Card. But yeah, we're at 32 minutes. We're just going to keep it moving. And then for the stores or the flippers right there, 450 bucks, 850 bucks, store special, 1700. Loving the art, we got the Kickstarter stamp on there. Chaos Kaiju. Yeah, sweet art on there, but yeah, 40 bucks. I'm sure that's enough to play the game with, but I mean, you know, just state that though to be sure. All right, moving along, we got Crown Gambit. Let's see what they're talking about. 16k King. of the 32k goal right in the middle, mortal. 14 days ago. Leptos II has cautiously held onto the crown his whole life. And with the king's succession so uncertain, trouble is brewing among the powerful relic holders. While the mightiest of them, the paladins, stand on the brink of division each of them taking the side of a different pretender, or rightful heir, as they would call themselves naturally. And what about you three? Are you not paladins as well? Who will you support? Who will you condemn? I don't give a rat's tookies about this lore. Show me what's going on with the game. I'm here for the game. Alright, we got Heroes, Hail, Gameplay. Okay, so this looks to be like a digital TCG. But you fight up to three enemies at a time. Each round, heroes draw cards from their deck to build their hand. At the beginning of their turn, each hero can either play and discard a card from their hand, seal their item, perform a simple attack, move, skip their turn. Kind of like that, um... Kind of like that, uh... That one... What the crap game was that? Uh, Genshin Impact TCG inscription. Some looks like it, kind of, but it's got a grid layout though. Okay, so the situation become desperate. You can appeal the ancestrals, Mildred's deity. Yeah, they trying to go too deep into the lore for me. Is it? Okay, acquiring and destroying relics. Collect relics from the corpses of select enemies to gain power. I mean, is this a roguelike deck builder, or what is this? Our point is, I got questions. A dark fantasy adventure card game. Uh, card battles and visual novel-like dialogues with multiple endings. Alright, so what kind of uh, rewards do you have? Proud Merchant, play the game when it releases in 2025 and get a discount on the final price. Proud Merchant. Uh, diligent craftsperson, our deepest thanks. Six dollars, just uh, 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 just on six dollars, seventeen dollars. You can purchase the game for discounted. Play the closed beta of the game, twenty-eight dollars. All right, yeah, so digital game, and that's Crown Gambit. Check them out. All right, we got Rise of the Gummies, a hybrid card game that brings your deck to life. Let's see what they're talking about. This isn't just a collectible card game. 
unlike anything you've played before. These cards come to life, battling it out on your phone or tablet. It's the best of both worlds. Finally, your phone can bring people together, actually together. Hey, the objective in Rise of the Gummies is simple. Top your opponents by building the highest tower of gummies. The ways to achieve that are endless. Assemble your team from five planets with unique personalities and abilities. Rain fire on your opponent's tower with the fiery Cinnamono. Throw a legendary dance party with the flashy Bubble Pop. Construct an army of mischievous mechs with the inventive Citron. Make your gummies big and tough with the mighty Taff. Summon an unstoppable horde of undead gummies with the spooky Lickerick. Rise of the Gummies is a casual card game for kids of all ages. The app makes it easy to learn, while the special okay, so abilities of 40 plus cards Everything fits in a box, so you can play it anywhere, from a restaurant to a rocket ship. But all of this almost ended four months ago. You know the story. Pandemic, tech companies, layoffs. We had to say goodbye to Osmo, where this game began. Our project was put on hold indefinitely. But we knew there was something special about Rise of the Gun on our own. Our new creative freedom lets us build the game we always wanted. There's so much more to this game that I wish I could show here. We've You literally could if you wouldn't talk about the other stuff. But um yeah, but anyway, uh they got they're pretty much there. Fifteen K of twenty K that they want, thirteen days to go. It looks innovative to me building the towers. Experience a new way to play. Uh what are the rewards? Twenty dollars will get to Oh my gosh, BRB. All right, pointless call right there. They could have been texted. Um, but yeah, the backing levels. We've got twenty dollars. Everything you need to play. That's what I'm talking about. Everything you need to play. Just tell me everything you need to play for one or two players. Um, includes one copy of Rise of the Gummies with forty card started cards. Um, a custom base for your phone or tablet and access to the Rise of Gummies apps. $20, this sounds like for one player. It would be nice if they said it's for like one player or two players, but I mean, it sounds like it's one player. Okay, then Rise of the Gummies, Delightfully Dark, 30 bucks. Uh, this tier includes Dark Delights expansion. So, all right, then 50 bucks, the complete set. Twice as many cards as the classics here. Sounds good. Um, easy to learn. Strategic deck building. And you're trying to make a tower instead of just straight up fighting. So, kind of sounds like a puzzle strike or something. Sounds real good. Alright, moving along. We got the Temporal War. Check them out. Hi, welcome to the Pickleboard YouTube channel, where you can learn everything you need to know about this brand new game. I'm Buster, I'm your host, the game's creator, aka the architect. Now, by now you may have already heard that the Temporal War is a trading card dice battle board game. But what does all that really mean? In today's video, we're going to take a closer look. Everything begins and ends with a hexagonal board filled with hexagonal spaces, which we call the arena. Each player starts with a special warrior card called their summoner. Here are two, which we'll go over in a little bit. And they also start with their temple title. 
Um, the temple tile goes on one of the outside spaces of the board, and then you find one of your your summoner's piece that represents them. And you place that piece on your temple tile. Simple enough. From there, you're going to summon more warriors and use other cards from your deck and gain energy to play them. And they're going to defend your summoner and your base, because if either one is destroyed, game over, you'll lose. So we're not going to get into battle mechanics today, but rest assured, that's where we're going to be rolling all the dice. Instead, I would rather focus on these two summoners. They are Lionel, the bravest of men, and Maga, the immortal. Lionel represents the human kingdom, while Maga, the immortal, represents the undead legion. Um, they're the summoners for the respective factions. Now, these two will be sold in a set together, um, as a because they're constantly at odds. They are polar opposites. Now, there is little... Love the board game slash TCG hybrid. It's behind these it's based behind these walls, and that's where most of the conflict comes from between these two, because, well, the Undead Legion consists of humans that have rejected the cold embrace of death and have found a way to pass second chance at life um, through vampirism or becoming a ghoul or what have you. Either, however they do it, they're undead. Now, obviously, if people are being born and nobody's died, there's your problem. Also, it doesn't help that some of the undead um, eat people and, you know, drink blood and stuff, so there's that too. Now, that's enough for the lore, and we're gonna get back into the cards. So, here we go. We're gonna start with My God the Immortal first. And her effect says, once per cycle, when an ally you control is destroyed, you may gain one ether. If the ally is undead, you may gain two instead. So, obviously, ether. Okay, we got, uh, so that, that looks like a tick. Well, maybe there's just four different types of a tick. And let's see what he's saying. Here is the energy source of this game. And what her effect basically says is, go for it, my minions. If you die in battle, it won't be in vain. I will regain energy from it and use that to play more cards, basically. Summon more things to replace you. Um, so she's pretty good, especially for newer players, because you can just go go hand with it. Don't even worry about how you're, you know, too much. Don't worry too much about how you're moving your character pieces around, because if you lose one, you get some energy back. So it's okay. In fact, a lot of effects in the undead deck say, when I'm destroyed, I do a thing. Now, Lionel, the bravest of men, says, when a human you control blocks or counters, it gets plus one for each human ally adjacent to it. So, one thing I'm not liking is he's not really showing the board while he's doing this. But I guess he's just talking about the card play right now. But yeah, check him out though. It looks real cool. The Temporal War. Uh, got a map. Got cards. And has dice. Got about one stack of the 10 that they want. 19 days to go. Only six backers. But looks pretty cool to me. And uh, for the, the backing levels, you get a shirt for 30 bucks. Beta release starter kit, $60. And 180, you get the collector's bundle. Yeah, check them out. All right, we got Mega Trading Card Game. What are they talking about? Get ready for an epic wrestling matchup with Mega. Battle it out as your favorite wrestler. Play your best moves, build momentum, and hit your finisher. Master the match with boosted attacks, counters, strategy cards, and go for the pin. With over 160 cards to collect, the fun never ends. Mega. Available now on Kickstarter. Alright. Hopefully it's a good value. Uh, 3000 Got half of what they want. 8 days to go. 43 backers. Andy Cotulli. Wrestling Fanatic. Early Bird. About 20 bucks. You get the Lola Danger 30 card starter deck. A holographic card, fold out rule book and playmate. Like the rule book and the playmate, yeah. Alright, so same thing for the other three, four colors. Okay, then you can get uh, Lola and Jason, $36, save about $4. Enough for two players to play the game with, I'm sure. Two 30 card decks. So yeah, it looks cool. Um, kind of has like just basic kind of deck cards with uh, some artistic flourishes on the super moves and then the 
full 3D arted character cards. That's cool. Check them out. Mega TCG. Alright, then there's Frey. Frey the printing player. There's no words. A war game set in the Dark Ages. With an art style inspired by the Bale Tapestry. Built a custom army from 153 different units. Nine dollars and seventy-five dollar gold. Twenty-six days to go. Nine back. Printing play game. Uh, now maneuver your opponents to gain strategic advantages. Looks pretty cool. You got a uh, center, left, and right flank. React to a shifting battlefield and adjust your tactics. Um, in free, no battle plan survives contact with the enemy. All right, a lot of cards, a lot of armies on the deck. The card is designed to be printed out on your own paper. Keep out field awaits. Alright. Um, Frey, a medieval strategy card game. Frey is about battling medieval armies with an art style based on the Bayeux Tapestry. Um, it can be played with only one player, but has no limit to the maximum number of players in a game. In my humble opinion, the best way to play it is with two players. Your goal is to route the entire enemy army and win the battle. Field. To do this, you'll need to use strategy and, and tactical maneuvering to put yourself at an advantage to the enemy. There is also an, an, an element of luck through randomly generated numbers in Frey No Plan Survives First Contact with the Enemy. Below is a video following a small battle in Frey. I'm not going to watch that right now. But yeah, I'm liking the, uh, the different size armies. You can cut them out. Right, pretty cool and uh you can bag for one dollar you get the base game pdf man i might throw a dollar on there just to be doing something print those out it might be fun looks kind of fun all right free so check them out 26 days ago all right then we got magic mafia 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 bring new tcg to your old tcg the add-on converts your favorite game into a four to six player hidden role game with new conditions Hello gamers, and welcome to Magic Mafia the Game, brought to you by Magic Mafia Gaming. After two years of research and development and playtesting, we're bringing this game to market. This game is an expansion set or an aluminum rolls card. Yeah, my man is talking a bit slow. But and you can't speed it up. So bronze contributor, twenty dollars includes complete set of high quality holographic playing cards with silver shield, king, king's bannerman, usurper, usurper man. Uh, Thirty-five dollars complete set of high quality holographic playing cards with silver shield, high quality aluminum rules card, and wooden card box. Hmm. Okay, let's read the king. Play with your role revealed. If you're the last player remaining. Or it is just you and your bannerman with you. You and your bannerman win. All right. So looks like not a TCG, but uh, some kind of. Well, I mean, it says TCG though. Maybe it is a TCG trading card game expansion. All right, but yeah, Magic Mafia. Give me some love, maybe. Uh, we got Hat Clad, and then the nine TCGs for sure. These are kind of like bonuses, so yeah. 
Wincatia, the last vanguard of civilization. But where the walls hold the last bastion of society, something sinister seeks to break them. Tyrants, terrors, the clad. But as long as the brave clan witches lead the charge into the plains of this battle, the this city game. will stand tall. Will you stand for the walled city of Enclatia against the growing power of the clad? Will you charge forth into an epic world of hack clad? Hack clad is a competitive deck building arena battler for one to four players. Whether you enjoy tight yeah, deck building, a game like this, this kinda, strategy, or flexible playstyles, you'll love with whatever. this game packs into a punchy two-hour experience. The so witches well, have the power to see what the clad will do next. Mine, so Each good. round, powerful foresight allows you to plan around the clad's actions and rebuild your deck to meet the challenge. Play your way with five unique character decks designed to supercharge every game, whatever your preferred playstyle. Diminish your deck in the heat of battle to enhance your cards. When your deck is empty, it becomes more powerful. Take advantage of each turn with flexible actions and cards to launch powerful attacks, react to the clad damage, and support your presence on the battlefield. Each round flows seamlessly over the board, with the clad weaving its turns between yours while you plan ahead and anticipate where your next attack will land. But as you get stronger, so does your foe. Keep pressing the clad for victory points as it evolves over nine rounds, unleashing fearsome new attacks against the wishes. With multiple ways to play, tactile 3D components, and rich characters, you'll want to explore this beautiful and devastating world. Hey, Claire, it looks interesting. 22K of 10K go. 13 days ago. Japan Anime Games, known for the best of uh, Japanese game imports. Purple Shard plays $49, one copy of Hackclad base game. Uh, Merchant plays, you get two of them for the same price, looks like. And uh, Red Shard plays uh, $79, one copy of the base game and the Crossfade expansion. Yeah, all in, $139. I'm sure you get uh, standees, acrylic standees, Kickstarter exclusive foil promo cards, and all unlocked stretch goals, $139. Still trying to give me a copy of Gun and Gun somehow. But yeah, that's what's up. Hat clad, take them out. And this guy. We got Samson and Delilah. What are they talking about? Hey, I'm Jordan. Jordan plays blue, and I'm here to look at a quick asymmetrical micro game. It has some social deduction in it, it has some card drafting in it, it has some kind of, you know, number versus number battle at the end of the game. Uh, this is a new one from Travis Magrum and Glass Shoe Games, so let's check out how Samson and Delilah plays. <laughs> So, Samson and Delilah is a two-player game. One player is going to play as Samson, and the other player is going to play as Delilah. The Samson player is going to be playing cards on the Samson and Israelite side. The Delilah player is going to be playing on the Delilah and the Philistine side. They have different goals as they're going into the game. The Samson player is trying to discover whether Delilah is going to be betraying him, and then also defeat the Philistines in battle. The Delilah player is trying to either assist Samson in defeating the Philistines, or betray him and have him lose to the Philistines. In order to set up the game, you're going to shuffle up the cards, you put them face down in between the players, the Delilah side facing the Delilah player, the Samson side facing the Samson player. Each player draws two cards. The cards are all going to have the same kind of setup. They're going to be a value one here, which is kind of the power at the end of the game uh, when you're doing the, the combat. There's going to be an indicator of how many of each color there is in the deck, and then also a name and a, a, an item location. I like it. That type, uh, thing that goes with the story of Samson and Delilah from the Bible. As you're playing the game, you are going to be playing cards face down on your side. Samson is playing on the gray sides of the table, and Delilah is playing on the purple sides of the table. The Sam all cards are being played face down, and a maximum of three cards can be on either side. So once there's three cards on the Samson side, they can only play on the Israelite side. Once all of those are filled up, all four sides of the deck have three cards on them, you're going to go into the final phase of the game. A card is passed between each player each between each turn uh, to show some information there. So what's Delilah trying to do? She's trying to 
decide whether she wants to betray or help Samson. If she has played two or three locks of hair on her side, that means she's on Samson's side. If she's only played one or zero locks of hair, that means she's betraying Samson, and she's actually hoping that the Philistines will win. And so passing that card back, that card back and forth, is giving a little bit of information to Samson as he's making that decision about whether she has betrayed him or not. Also, uh, Samson is trying to play different colored cards on the Israelites because those will cancel out some of the Philistines' cards at the end of the game. So once all the cards have been played, at that point we're going to follow this trusty. Uh, flowchart that comes with the game. And this is going to kind of follow you uh, through the end game. Yeah, so and first, Samson has to decide whether he trusts Delilah or not. If he says that Delilah has betrayed him, and indeed she has betrayed him, he wins the game. He so has stopped that betrayal. He found the betrayal. Of the and card game. Yeah. Uh, met one of his achievements and wins the game. If he accuses her and she was actually on his side, you kind of move on to the next step. If she is on his side, regardless, you kind of move on to the next step. Then you're going to, she's going to flip over her cards to shelf, whether she was on his side or not. And then, <clears throat> the rest of the cards are going to be flipped over. Any Israelite cards that match colors on the Philistine card on the Philistine side are going to cancel out those Philistine cards of the matching colors. And then you add up the total between the Delilah and Philistines versus the Israelites and Samson, and higher value wins. It is possible for one player to win this game. It's also possible for both players to lose the game and for both players to win the game, which is odd, but that's how it goes. So that's a little bit about how Samson and Delilah plays. This is a uh, this is a tricky little game. There are some layers there that are not going to be apparent at first. So pretty play three dollars. I might just really grab this. Playing the game, especially the first couple times you're playing it. From what I understand, the version I have is a near production copy. Cards quality is very good. Uh, nice thick cards. Yeah, but, I mean, it sounds like the dude really likes it. Uh, one copy of Samson and Delilah, $14. Free USA shipping. Man, don't get no better than that, man. All right, then we have $17. Uh, Samson and Delilah with deluxe velvet bag, $17. Free shipping. Two copies, $25. And uh, free shipping. All right, nice deal right there. This looks like one of those maybe 18-card games, looks like. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, maybe just 13 card game. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah, it is in fact an 18 card game. 18 card games are just kind of huge in the board game design community. Already cool. Excellent looking 18 card game. Samson and Delilah. Take them out. And for the last thing of the indies. Another non-TCG. Let's check out Monsters of Lock Low Mind. And for those who haven't caught up on the latest Black Mirror, um, episode two has one of those locks. Not this, but lock something. Your clan is in danger. There are monsters hiding in the lake. They come out at night to torment your people. Rival clans are trying to gain more ground. Step up as chieftain and free your clan. Get your clans ready and use the magical powers of Scotland's most famous legends. Chase all monsters away from your clan and be the first to secure freedom and become the ruling clan around Loch Lomond. Sarsa. Monsters. Of Thanks for backing Monsters of Luck Lomond. We hope you enjoy discovering the real 16k, 5k, they wanted 674 back, freedom, five days fun. to go. And you can get that right now for about $19. Eco friendly game, all unlock stretch goals. 35, two of those. And then, of course, separate shipping. And yeah, beautiful looking cards. 52 playing card game. Big old box. I don't know why the box is so big. Uh, you got scorecards. Uh, Meeple University. They seem uh, they cover it. 
All right. So, yeah, that's what's up. All right. So, that's been This Week in TCG's number 15. Come back again for... I don't even think I can really do this with two hands anymore. But be on the lookout for This Week in TCG's... Oh, oh yeah, I got it. Be on the lookout for This Week in TCG's number 16 next week. Mess with your boy.